the podcast, a hodgepodge of Christian topics for two seemingly meaningless people. Talk about seemingly, maybe more and more seemingly every week. Uh, Seemingly meaningless to people talk about very meaningful things that we've been, things we've been going through learning uh, just about the Lord, about life in Him. So I am Chris Gore and this is my wife. Leslie. She's been. I nailed it. She's been practicing. It's like you've been doing it in front of the mirror. (laughs) Like... Chris, come in. Let's practice one more time. <laughs> There's the uh, voice. Uh, that's the voice. There's I'm the voice. Chris, and this is Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like my animated sidekick. Why is uh, it so in hard a Christian, just, Or in a children's program. It's the hard, that's the hard part. Just but jumping in. I went back and listened to the first two episodes. That way I could, we could get our downloads up. Uh, and... <laughs> <laughs> and it basic you basically had the same intro in both of those. I did. Did you hear it? It was like, and I'm, I'm Leslie. <laughs> it's like no, this, it's like this, if you were typing it out, it would be an ellipsis. Is that what it is? <laughs> da, 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 yeah. Hi? Question mark. <laughs> I'm. Uh, but that was Leslie? much better. That was much better. Thanks. I feel like people <clears throat> feel like they're talking to a very confident woman right now, which you're not right now. <sighs> Isn't that right? Did you just tell me that before we? Yeah, I do feel. I told him I feel like a little dim-witted tonight, which is not uncommon. Your eyes don't look dim-witted on you. Do you you know what? Last last time we recorded, do you know what I did? No. I put on makeup before we started. You know what's crazy? Before we recorded last time, you know what I did? What? A bunch of push-ups. <laughs> you did not. No, no, I didn't, no, I feel more like, I feel more awake and alive if I have makeup, makeup on. And I on. thought, this might make me feel more confident. But. Even though you know this is only recording your voice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It makes a difference. You've said I that do. before about just life in general, like putting on makeup. Putting on makeup. Is important. Because to me, it would seem like putting on makeup is like putting on sunscreen. Mm. Like it just saps. No. Like sunscreen. When I put on sunscreen on my face, which I am a... If you don't, if you don't know what I look like, I don't know why. Um, I'm a fair-skinned individual. A ruddy. A ruddy, <laughs> fair-skinned lad. Uh, and so I always have to put a lot of sunscreen on mm-hmm. and it just, I hate it. Mm-hmm. It just feels so makeup. like, on, and like, I just want to go back inside when I do that. No, makeup doesn't feel like that. It doesn't. It feels like I am glad coffee. to say. It feels like coffee for the skin. That's not, that can't be true. No, listen. Coffee okay. for the skin. If I, before I put my makeup on. That should be an, that should be an, <laughs> an I think that, I think coffee for the skin is an actual shade of makeup, like in Mac. Probably. <laughs> Like you go to Sephora. No, I need my, it would be much more yeah, lewd. Much more. Yeah, it's body. It, yes. Very body. Yeah. Some weird name you can't show yeah. your kids. Yeah. Um, no, if before I put my makeup on, I don't feel like I look like a corpse. I feel like I look okay without makeup, mm-hmm. but I feel like a corpse. I feel dead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is. I am not prepared to talk about makeup at all. (laughs) At all. So, if you're wanting some hearty back and forth banter about makeup, I really. I don't. Let me ask you this. What do you feel? No. How do I look without makeup? (laughs) I didn't know you wore any. I assume the brushes were just for play. Yeah. 
Anyhow, so I I do have on makeup, but I put it on this morning, and I just I just feel kind of greasy and dim. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can you, can you put on makeup multiple times a day, or once you put it on, is that it? I mean, you, no. do you ever reapply it? No, my mom calls that freshening up. But that's actually putting on more makeup. Ah, uh, depends. So, do you ever freshen up? Yeah, you like did. for Sunday night church. What do you? Because <laughs> I sleep it all off. What like, do you? I nap like it. How, how do you? Do you do the whole thing again when you freshen up? Like, do you put it all back on? No, no. Well, what do you freshen up with? What do you put uh, back on? I do a little translucent powder. I mean, there are only certain things. A little bit of rouge. Really? <laughs> this is what my granny called it. Uh. We call it blush today. I think. Mm. Yeah, just a little, a little something, something. Thanks for learning. This is the not as meaningful things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So let's get to our dedications. Okay. Who's your dedication? Or do you want to go first? Um, first? I'll go first. I want to, de- <laughs> I want to dedicate this episode <laughs> to my mom. Did Didn't you do that last time? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> but. So here's what happened. I dedicated it to my mom with a big, like, foreshadowing, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I never said why. And I mentioned that to right. you. Right. We got done, and I was like, you know, you said you were going to talk about your mom, and you never no, did. No, I never did. I forgot to, to say, to bring it back around to the fact that she, in a really brave spirit, got in our minivan with us. And our five kids. Yeah. And drove to Very Nantucket. brave and generous. And yeah. She offered to even drive for about a one-hour section <laughs> of the 82 hours. So. Yeah, and she meant and it. And she meant it with all her heart. Yeah. She went on this trip. She sat by the baby for like hours on end and kept him happy. And she just, she always just jumps in and helps like... Anytime she's with us, she's she's helping and working and serving and doing it cheerfully. And it was just a pleasure to to travel with her. So, way to go, Mom. Way to go, Mom. <laughs> okay, who's your dedication? To? My dedication is to the vast continent of Africa. <laughs> Africa? Yeah. I thought you were going to dedicate it to me. So when I said vast, you were really hoping no. yeah, it wasn't I was like, into the... Maybe I'm like, wait, uh. No, we're, just, we're getting ready to go there in a couple months, so it's just been uh, on uh, my mind, you know, especially Tanzania uh, and the people that we're going to see again, the friends, the pastors that we're going we're gonna to be teaching. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm also working on our... Uh, or, hey, please help us go because this is really expensive. Uh, <laughs> pray for us and give us money. It's very much my Second Corinthians sort of spiel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just, just thinking about that. So uh, excited to go at the end of August, start mm-hmm. of September. So thank you, Africa. <laughs> the gospel is really good. Just I'm have been sure hearing some Africa good things uh, from the gospel excited. there. Africa is... They're so excited. To this be. is probably sweeping the continent. Yeah, yeah. And like, so to, you to be mentioned, we were mentioned really in the good. living so, room. I also didn't want to one up your mom by having a better yeah. dedication. So it's <laughs> uh, good just to leave it to Africa. So yeah. So what sort of topics do you have for this week? Well, I wanted to start off talking. I was thinking this week 
I was actually, we had a birthday party for our third child. She turned to eight. I had to do a quick and. I know, one, two, three. One, two, three, for sure. Yeah. And I was up late. I had made cupcakes and little lemon cakes and what else? Oh, I'd made, so I was making these meringue mushrooms. Oh, yeah. You make the tops. Did I, did I suggest it? No, I did suggest it to you. You I asked me. I almost didn't. Yeah, and I was like, no, don't make them. And then you said, I can. They don't take long. And I was really happy. They're really good. <laughs> they are really good. You should, if if you like to make things, you should look them up at allrecipes.com. Meringue mushrooms. So they're, um, you just, you have to make the tops and then you make the bottoms. And then you have to stick them together with chocolate. And... So I had Lying that going. mushrooms sounds horrible. <laughs> no, they're amazing. But they're really good. They're amazing. Like, when and you're like, I'm going to make meringue mushrooms, I was like, I like <laughs> mushrooms, and that doesn't sound What's good. crazy is they look like true mushrooms. They do look like mushrooms. Of the field. Yes. Like. Mushrooms of the field. <laughs> yes. As opposed to the. They don't look like. All the other, like well, the lab mushrooms that you They don't look like get, fantasy the mushrooms. The house mushrooms. You know, or like Your Mario. typical street mushroom. They don't look like Mario mushrooms. Mar- they don't. These don't look like the mushrooms on the Barrio Brothers game. If that's like, oh, I know, like, because that's what people make on cakes and stuff. Right. Like the toadstool yeah, sort toadstool of mushroom. Yeah, toadstool mushroom. Okay. That's what you're saying. So they don't look like that. They These look, look like, like this, this food looks like real fungus. <laughs> <laughs> We've obviously sold them now. <laughs> this looks like something that really grows off of dead things. Like, oh. Okay, I wasn't gonna make them, but now I so, am. In context, she was having a fairy tale birthday party, so I forgot to say that part. Anyhow, so I'm making these mushrooms at ten o'clock at night, and I turned around and I had, I had like the whole countertop. I had a, a towel down, and I was drying like loads of seashells that. We had collected in Nantucket, and I had mm. to, I hand washed them with Dawn dish soap because they they stank. We opened the the crate, and they stinketh mm-hmm. <laughs> really bad. Yeah. So I washed all these seashells. And if you ever come back from the seashore with seashells, storing them in an airtight container is good because that keeps the smell out of the vehicle. Yeah. But they will, that doesn't stop them. Right. From, from just, continuing from to smell. like a pass you out smell. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just kind of hilarious. And I thought back to my 20 year old self who never could have dreamed the things I would be doing someday, you know, hand washing seashells and making little tiny mushrooms for a birthday party. And it, it reminded me of the night before we left for Nantucket. Um, packing, we had stuff everywhere. My brain was just trying to keep everything in order. And our daughter, the one who just turned eight, she she just is wailing upstairs. And we're trying to figure out what's going on. And her big sister comes running down the stairs and she says, he didn't mean to do it, mom. He didn't mean to do it. And so we're, we're trying to figure out what's going on. And apparently our five-year-old was going to the bathroom, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And someone had called his name and he turned 
to hear what they had to say. But when he turned, he didn't just turn his head. He turned his whole body. <laughs> and in so doing, he doused the American Girl kit doll with urine. urine. <laughs> You think you can say urine? Take we might have to talk to we might have to talk to Apple about taking this off of the clean podcast list. So yeah. next time we'll give you a two beep warning before well using words like urine terms. in case your children are listening. So anyhow, so they're telling me the story, and I'm thinking, oh, it's no big deal. Well, they bring Kit to me, yeah. and she's not just. He turned and apparently lingered. Yeah. It's yeah. bad. It's worse than I thought. Because I was telling them, it's fine. She's fine. No you big deal. You thought maybe like a light sprinkle. Yes. And you got a heavy downpour. Yes. Yeah. So here's how bad it was. <laughs> and it was so hard not to laugh. <laughs> that This is one of the weirdest, <laughs> funniest, grossest things. I would... I, I dried her face off. And I, I sopped up her clothes. And then I sat her up to to see how things were. And tears came running down her cheeks. <laughs> From her eyes. <laughs> and you realized she's not crying. That's not water. That's not... So I dried Those her Those aren't tears. happy tears. <laughs> so just... Normal pee tears. Yeah. So I dried her tears. Like, I laid her down, dried her tears, and got her all cleaned up again. I sit her back up, and more tears come out. <laughs> and that happened, like, four times. Just yeah. every time I'd sit her up, she would cry. And it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't tears. It was, it was pee. Beep, beep. So, all that to say, the night we're packing, we have all this stuff going on. We're leaving after church the next day. I find myself at the kitchen sink washing an American Girl doll's hair. And it just felt so ridiculous. It was so surreal. <laughs> like, that's how we're... Like, we've got a big thing ahead of us. Yeah. And this is what and we're doing. And you find yourself doing things like this. And it just, it just made me think how important it is as a parent, as a human, really, to have a sense of humor. Oh, in, yeah. in moments like this where you could get all... You could get all bent out of shape. Like, I don't have time to wash Kit's hair, right? Mm -hmm. And why are there seashells all over the counter? But there's such a, there's such a, there's an insanity to it all that mm -hmm. if you learn to laugh at it, it really helps you too. Yeah, and I think that, I think that's only doable if you have just a right grasp of priorities and like, I mean, if you've blown, like we talked about last time, if you've blown the trip or everything, mm -hmm. even your preparation for the trip out of proportion. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't laugh at stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like, right? You, it's those stories that life. people say, if we go back, we're going to, when we look back, we'll laugh at mm -hmm. this. Well, that normally means your heart <laughs> isn't where it needs to be. Yeah. Or you'd be laughing about it right now. Right. Like, oh, you, it, this would be, in our right minds, this will be funny. Right. But right now, <laughs> none of us are in our right mind. We're all crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I've always thought that was a funny phrase. That and is funny. and if you don't, if you don't have a sense of humor and going like, I mean, okay, like, sense of humor. Yeah, that's my that's my go-to. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't have that, though, just in general, it's not like, you know, some people have something or some people 
done. If you, right. If you've got just a, a view of, a, I think a joyful view mm-hmm. is what builds, a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Like, not like we talk about, like, their sense of humor nowadays mm-hmm. is, is the world perverts it just like they pervert everything else. Mm-hmm. But a real sense of happiness, of just the, mm-hmm. the wildness of life, mm-hmm. the unexpected, mm-hmm. the the crazy, and going this this is right. happening right now. I am doing this, and I might be one of the first people in <laughs> all of creation to ever have their American Girl doll <laughs> cry urine tears. <laughs> like you know, you're right. like you're you're at least amongst a handful right. of people yeah. that can say like if you share this story the odds of someone going i i yeah, know right, that same thing you know what's funny i i kept looking up like just how could i how could i get her clean and what i kept seeing over and over again was your your american girl doll is okay if she gets wet as long as her eye sockets don't get wet well i think <laughs> we can pretty safely say they probably they could get rest. Yeah, and i was like well get. she she didn't get Wet with water. water, so they didn't. So say you're talking. You were typing in like urine rust. They didn't say anything and about urine no, rust. So no. I'm, I think she's fine. She could have gotten urinalysis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But um, and it also it made me think. Well, I think one of the biggest things that contributes to having a good, healthy sense of humor is realizing that you're not that big of a deal. You know, mm-hmm. like not taking yourself so seriously. Yeah. And you've, we've all been around people like that, that they just don't, they don't know how to laugh at themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about how. Almost as if, if they, and you see, it's funny, it's like, you see this in that awkward teenager phase. Mm-hmm. Where they're almost afraid, mm-hmm. like if the, if anyone laughs at them, even if it's something genuinely funny and that, that is not at their expense, but just mm-hmm. humorous, they're like so afraid they like won't even smile about it. You know that awkward <laughs> mm, like yeah. cover their mouth. Like so, some people live. It's like they never get mm-hmm. get past that. Yes. and it's because as an awkward teenager, you really think the world is revolving. You around really you. do. You think it's all about yeah. The you. Right. And, and I remember that feeling. And that people are always going to remember the funny thing that happened to you. Mm-hmm. When the truth is, once they're done laughing, they're on to something else. Right. Yeah. Like what they're going to eat for dinner. and. But, so I was thinking about how how we can contribute that for our children. I think you can train your kids to have a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. By, you know, we don't take ourselves too seriously. and Yeah. Um, and you can gently bring them along in that, you know, sometimes you can sense that you're pushing too hard. Yeah. Yeah. You have to watch out for that because I think you can, you can force it in a way that does because they're not seeing it rightly because they're children. Right. Uh, you can hurt their feelings. Right. But to, to try to be jovial. Scar them irreparably. (laughs) Right. They'll never laugh again. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a. That is something that if you if you have that toward yourself and if your kids can see that mm-hmm. and if you're not you know you don't you want to be the you don't want to be that person with a sense of humor the one that can give it but can't take it mm-hmm. you know you don't want to be that person who's always able to point out mm-hmm. what's funny about other people but mm-hmm. not able to either let others point out what's funny about them themselves mm-hmm. or the, themselves point out what I just did was funny and needs to be laughed at because yeah. that's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and that is again that's just the other side of the of the no the the awkward teen because that's what the that awkward teenager phase also does like to laugh at at other people you <laughs> know so uh, they like to be like ha, ha. yeah uh and so yeah you want to you know let your kids see that not in a way that's demeaning of you per se you know you don't want to just mm-hmm. be you're not just trying to be the fun dad mm-hmm. or the fun mom and you don't want to be but you do want to be lighthearted and mm-hmm. and just see that nothing nothing can take your joy not even when something happens directly to you mm-hmm. in a way that could bring embarrassment to you if you mm-hmm. if you let it instead you're going to you're going to you're going to sort of direct those waters toward mm-hmm. uh toward joy even, yeah. even I've been I've been trying to teach especially our older kids because you can you can see those moments where you can tell yeah. that they feel like everyone is watching them mm-hmm. and like it'll be like this quiet interchange between you and them and the the cheeks turn mm-hmm. red and mm-hmm. you know they feel like everyone's listening yep. and they're not yeah so I've been I've been talking to them about um I remember how that felt. Because it was yesterday. Because <laughs> yeah. it was right before. It was it was two seconds before we said hi, everyone. <laughs> and she's like, I'm gonna have to say yeah, my name. Yeah, but look at me. Look, look at me now. I'm Leslie. <laughs> yeah, and um, there was a point in my life when I realized because I remember being so afraid. I would sing solos at church or in, in a group, and if I messed up at all, it just crushed me. Mm-hmm. Because I just didn't want to draw that kind of attention to myself, and there was a point in my twenties, I think, that I realized I think maybe someone else messed up slightly on a song, and I realized how little I cared. <laughs> and it was in that moment I thought, you know, you're just not as important as you thought you were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've been trying to point that out to them, but um, there was a moment the other day. Talking about the kit story and the seashells mm-hmm. that I, I noticed you in a situation that I don't think you ever would have seen yourself in. I don't know what situation you're You were about. sitting in the chicken coop preparing a sermon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing dishes and I looked out the window and you're like in a big fenced in coop uh-huh. with five chickens and two bunnies. Mm-hmm. And you were typing on a computer. Yeah, I was typing. I hate chickens and bunnies. Just over and over, like a shining type moment. Like I, you working on the sermon? Yep, yep. Just page after page. It no, made me laugh. That is funny. I was and I was sitting out in the chicken coop this afternoon, mm-hmm. talking to the chickens, trying to get them to to like me. They they should like you. I'm nice to them. <laughs> I'm so nice to them. And you have been. Since they were Since born. they were babies. Have we told them my idea about the chickens? No, but I think you should. Uh, this is so true. So if you want to understand more about your relationship with God, just get chicks. Buy baby chickens uh, and begin to raise them. Because what you'll see is that with these chickens... So since these chickens were babies, I mean, pieces of eggshell... Still hanging on their feathers. <laughs> They've had me in their life, and I have been nothing but good to them. Like, mm-hmm. unnaturally kind. Mm-hmm. Like, 
protecting them. When I go in, when I would go in to feed them, I use the same voice. I talk the same way, trying to create a sense of what reassurance. Do what do you say to them? I don't. I go. Chick, chick, Tell chick, us chick, what chick, you say. Chick, 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 chick. <laughs> same way. And uh, ever since they were little. I do that, I feed them, I water them, change their bedding, do all that stuff. The second my hand reaches into the cage, or in this case, into the coop, mm-hmm. it's as if I am raining fire and brimstone <laughs> upon them. Even though they've never experienced fire and brimstone in their life, right. much less from my hand. Right. And I just think that's so such a picture of our relationship with God. Yeah. Because he takes care, he's taken care of us since we were little, unnaturally kind, mm-hmm. like all these things. And so when, but yet when something comes into our life, when he brings oh, something into our life, First Peter chapter four verse nineteen, uh, if he if we do suffer according to the will of God, uh, what happens? We, I mean, we flutter and squawk cool. and. It's coming, the end! Yeah, it won't even be something we're suffering. Yeah, I'm giving them food. Right. When my hand is going in, it is to take out their old food tray. Right. Or their empty water bottle (laughs) and fill it. Yeah. I am giving them the bread of life. I know. And living water. (laughs) Living water. (laughs) And they're freaking out about it. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. And it convicts me. And (laughs) I tell you what. It may like when you read about the steadfast love of the Lord, you you I think about that sort of because it would about be very yourself. frustrating <laughs> about the chickens because <laughs> we're the chickens and he is so, like it would be easy after the five hundred squawk and the freaking out and the the just to be like mm-hmm. listen chickens mm-hmm. I like nuggets or you know something you know, I don't know that that seems a little dark. <laughs> Very that was dark. a twist. But I do. It would never happen. Chickens, it's never going to happen. They didn't hear I you. love you. Yeah. Um, that, actually, that really convicted me when you pointed out this story. Because that's exactly what I do. Like, even when we went to Idaho this year, we got to go on a really great trip to Idaho. And when it when I found out... Some words normally not associated together. <laughs> really great trip. To Idaho. You guys don't even know. And I don't want them to know because they might go to Idaho and it might be so packed that we won't be able to come. Yeah. It's it's so beautiful where we went. We went to Moscow, Idaho. Anyhow, so God just puts this really great gift into our laps to go to Idaho. Whatever you do, if you go to Moscow, don't stay at Tim and Sarah's house. Don't do that. That'd no. be bad. Don't, don't yeah, do that. Yeah, you don't want to stay there. You're not invited there. <laughs> Nothing to see there, people. And it was like you sticking your hand in the chicken coop. I'm like, what's he going to do to me? Yes, she was. He's going to kill me. She was. You were. It was. And I kept having to point that out. Like, he did all these things. Like, we could have never gone to Moscow. Uh-huh. We really didn't know anybody in Moscow in any meaningful way. Yeah. We didn't have money to go to Moscow. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a way to get to Moscow. Mm-hmm. And yet, the Lord provided all of those things. Mm-hmm. And your thought was... That he provided them in order to so kill he, us. He could get us away <laughs> from our kids and kill us. And kill us. 
What's funny is you wouldn't have mind him killing us with the kids. Yeah. It was the... <laughs> You can't say, yeah, you were supposed to protest. Oh, no. You're supposed to I know what you're, you're talking like, about. Yeah, that's right. It's, uh, <laughs> but it was the being apart. And anyway, I kept on point. Leslie, who do you think this is? Mm-hmm. This God that we, we serve. Yeah. And we are laughing. But she was convicted. Yes. She has... She is here openly repenting. This is my confession yeah. hour. This what this really the is. silliness of it. Yeah, and silly. it is. It's silly because we know who our father is. And it was funny good. in a sermon like the next week. I had already we had already, we were going to really lambast that idea. Mm-hmm. Like because oh, yeah. it's all about it's all in First Peter. Yeah. So then he preached on suffering, and I was like, oh great. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Here we go <laughs> on the suffering. We can have to so, suffer now. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, you're good with the chickens. And I'm good with the chickens, and know. I'm good with the rabbits, mm-hmm. and good with the dogs, <laughs> good with the cat. I take care of all of them. You have a, you are like I have, Noah. And I can I start calling you Noah? No, because I've got five chickens. Instead of two. Adam. No, I mean Noah had. We, it's a clean animal, so we could we mm-hmm. could have more than that. But anyway. You could call me Adam. That's the reason I do it. You can thank Genesis mm-hmm. and Gordon Wilson. You know he's back again. Is this the third episode? Has he been mentioned three times? Uh, well, I'm going to go back and edit him into the, the one that he's not in. I think but, he's in all of them. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll edit that out. Uh, no, but it, it is. I mean, Genesis is the reason I was talking, and we. You get me talking. Well, this will be a subject coming mm-hmm. up. Uh, mm-hmm. Loving God's creation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can talk about that someday. Mm-hmm. I remember... They're like, oh, please tell us now. When no, I'm not going to. The, uh, the chickens were in our sunroom for how many weeks? I don't know, but that's and a... I don't know. That's a metaphor right there in the sun room. <laughs> S-O-N, S-U-N. Oh, my Who knows? Yeah. They could put that on a marquee. Yeah. Um... I don't know if you guys know this, but chickens really stink. Oh, my goodness. Really bad, like, waft into your bedroom Mm -hmm. at night. Unless you do what we did, the very fancy and artful thing of taping cardboard over the openings (laughs) of the door into their room, which saves the rest of the house from stinking, but turns that heated room, room, because it's got a heat lamp, because they're babies, and you got to keep them warm, it heats the stink, which is just even It was bad. So, finally, they were old enough to go outside, and I remember you saying, ah, isn't it going to be kind of sad in the sunroom without the chickens? (laughs) And I was like, is it? Is it really? I don't think so. That's I just meant it's going to stink to not to have to go outside now to take care of them <laughs> well, instead of being able to open the door and feed them. And you were doing fine when I saw you out the window the other day. Yeah, and I go. I think I go out there. It's it's relaxing. Yeah, yeah. So, do you have another topic? It's my turn to pick up. Yeah, pick a your turn. Okay. Well, I'll tell you one thing that's been on my uh, head this week due to some some Bible reading and other stuff is. Uh, uh, is sewing, 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 sewing clothes. S O W. Sewing of of see. Because <clears throat> one thing I see as a pastor it is is people, and this would be like so, so, so. Mm-hmm. You need to just keep 
sowing mm-hmm. good things mm-hmm. when you're dealing with them, when you're not like as a Christian, just have a life of sowing seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I see I see Christians who haven't been sowing, they go through something difficult or in the midst, and they're like all of a sudden they're like, Oh, I need to sow good things. Mm-hmm. And so they start they start reading I'm the word come to church. and they start, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to church, I'm gonna I'm gonna be at the neighborhood Bible study and I'm gonna you know and yeah. and they're really committed and they, they sow and but they just sow for like a moment. Right. Like it's like that they did make that pitch of seed. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. but the, the picture in scripture of a of a hard working farmer mm-hmm. of a diligent, mm-hmm. diligent sower mm-hmm. is uh that that trusts God. Mm-hmm. To bring the harvest, right? I'm diligently going to keep sowing, trusting that God will bring the harvest. That's that's lost. We're a we're like a like a one day harvest cycle mm-hmm. sort of people. Yeah, like, you know you know you get the, the the plants and it's got the seeds on there. How long it takes them to germinate? How long it takes them to grow and all that? And and we like expect it to be plant seed next day harvest fruit. Yeah, is what we expect. And so. Uh, people get frustrated when they, mm-hmm. when that doesn't happen. When they read their Bible one day, mm-hmm. and it doesn't, and they're not like everything. They're not like crying yeah. and repenting and never feeling any more temptation. Right. Or they come to church one time and they feel like they don't fit in. Yeah. You know, and it's like, right. You know, it, it, to think that there's going to be some supernatural mm-hmm. sort of like transformer like. Mm-hmm. Fitting into the body because you showed up one time, mm-hmm. uh, and so they just get they get frustrated uh, by that, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's even worse because we want that one day. And often, what we've been doing is we've polluted the field beforehand. Mm-hmm. So it's not even that we're just sowing. We've uh, we're often sowing into a field where we've spent months sowing weeds. <laughs> That's true. And we want the only thing to come up to be the the good fruit. Right. We want it to be the wheat. Yeah. And, but we've been sowing tares for and six then, months, and they are coming to who fruition. Who do we blame? And then, then we blame God. God. <laughs> or, you You're know, some, someone. Yeah, God, where's, where's this at? Yeah. Uh, and so we've been sowing seeds, and, and we expect not to harvest that, mm-hmm. even though we have been diligently sowing that. Uh, and, and we haven't been diligently sowing the, the righteousness. Mm-hmm. But we expect to throw like that. It's like we're Jack and the Beanstalk sort mm-hmm. of thing. Like these magic beans, and, and listen, God's seed is magical, and what it can do in the 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 soil of our hearts is is a, is amazing. But uh, God does warn us that you reap what you sow, mm-hmm. and that's not always in Scripture a positive promise. Mm-hmm. That's often, in fact, a hey, you you've been you sowing, sow. you're gonna reap that. Yeah. Uh, and so we need to, we need to look like the the ant, I think. I was thinking it it is kind of a, it's laziness, isn't it? We want quick results. Mm -hmm. We don't want to put in the hard work of being an obedient Christian. And, um, I see this a lot in parents, especially when we first start out, we want, we want to like plant, plant like a devotional Bible, like Mm -hmm. one reading of a devotional Bible into our kids' Mm -hmm. hearts and see 
And they're just like looking around, you know, <laughs> and like, you so get hard. so frustrated. They like don't pay you attention. thought you'd sit, yeah, you sit down, read a Bible that they've never really read before. Mm-hmm. You know, you've never really done that. And we've got this picture again mm-hmm. of turning it into something right. uh, that that we think it this sort of uh, you know magical picture mm-hmm. of, oh, of what it's idyllic. going to be. Yeah, Norman Rockwell oh, sort yeah. of That's thing. That's a huge problem. Uh, and when it's not, it's like, well, this must not be God's will. Yeah. You know, like because yeah, if it, so we're doing it wrong. I'm doing. I'm not good mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. My kids aren't good enough. Yeah. Whatever it might be, my husband's we not good enough. We despair that yeah. they're never going to be godly and. Mm-hmm. And it's like so, so, so. Yeah, keep sowing. You're a farmer. Yes. And you do your day's work. Yes. And you pray for the harvest. Yes. Just, <laughs> just keep casting, casting that seed out there mm-hmm. until you know. I like to say until you've got seed. Like if you've, if you, I remember one time mm-hmm. I was sowing seed with your dad, and the cedar that we were were using broke. Mm-hmm. The broadcaster that just flings seed. So being the son-in-law, what did he make me do? I'm going to assume plant it by hand. No, he made me sit in the back with the seed. Oh. I was the broadcaster. (laughs) I would stick my hand in there, and he drove the tractor. (laughs) And I would just fling it as far as I could, and just handful after Mm -hmm. handful. And the wind's blowing, and the seed's blowing back in my hair. I'm getting dust all over my face. It's getting in my mouth and in my nose. It was in my ears. Seed? Yes. It was in the places in my clothes that I didn't know were places in my clothes. (laughs) But you know, like, I would wash them. I would wash them and put them back on the next time, and seed would fall out. (laughs) And and my hands, I remember my hands. I didn't wear gloves the first time. And I learned that lesson. Mm-hmm. Sowing seed, reaching into handfuls of, will dry your hands out. Mm-hmm. And my hands became cracked mm-hmm. from sowing. Mm-hmm. And when I think about that, I think that's the way I want to be in sowing righteousness. Mm-hmm. I want to sow, sow, sow. I want to be casting the seeds that the mm-hmm. Lord is giving me. Mm-hmm. I want to be sowing those in my life so much. I don't just throw out a handful of seed and expect a hundredfold harvest. I want to be just chunking seed Mm -hmm. and so that it is Mm -hmm. just falling off of me. And that seeds and seeds coming out in areas and places and times in my life that Mm -hmm. I didn't even know I'd sowed seed there. Yeah. Like that's what I want. I don't want just to be sowing because we can like we can sow seed for something like family Bible study Mm -hmm. where we can sow seed for a particular problem. That mm-hmm. I'm going through, but the truth is, when it, when we're sowing God's word, we don't know. It's like sowing wildflowers; like you don't know exactly what's going to come up, mm-hmm. and and sometimes you're sowing in an area that is not going to be harvested until the situation comes up much later. Mm-hmm. And so we think, well, I'm just sowing. I'm sowing the seed of God's word, and it's just sowing for this particular problem. And that's not always the case. Sometimes you're sowing for a problem you don't even know about, and you feel like God's not answering because there's right. no harvest. And it's because the harvest is coming when the problem comes, mm-hmm. or when 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 the harvest is supposed to come. Uh, and so I want to I want to be sowing, you know, all that that seed. And we do know, we do know, God is the one who gives the harvest. We we know that. We believe in the sovereignty of God over that. Uh, but at the same time, he's the one who also gives us seed to sow with, because mm-hmm. he it, it, he doesn't he doesn't sow it for you, right? 
Mm-hmm. He doesn't say, I will sow and you will harvest. It says, he will give you the seed and give you the increase of your harvest of righteousness. Like, he's going to do that. But he's, it doesn't say he sows for you. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing he asks. Yeah. <laughs> he, gives us, he gives us the seed <laughs> and he says, sow with it and you, and you yeah. will, uh, you will uh, harvest. You, we do the hard work of, of the farmer in sowing that seed and he will he will bless that. We think <laughs> we think we're going to uh we're going to harvest this grand harvest just because uh we bought a a seed packet with study notes in it. Yeah. You know, and we're like, "Hey, I bought the, I bought this seed packet with these special study notes. Mm-hmm. I've got a seed packet here." Mm-hmm. So that's going to and and we're not we're not sowing the seed. Yeah. Uh and then we're wondering why there's no uh, harvest, or we think because we go to a church that talks about farming a lot, that talks about the seed, mm-hmm. describes the seed, mm-hmm. uh, that that you know that sowing of that seed uh, yeah. is going to just harvest in, in us. So it talks about the need to to do these things. So yeah, be an ant, be a diligent, be a diligent farmer. So 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 uh, mm-hmm. over and over, trusting that God will bring the harvest. Mm-hmm. And sometimes because He promises, He promises that He will. Like say say family devotions mm-hmm. for an, for an example. Family devotions. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. So say that's the seed you want to sow. You want to read the Bible to your kids. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't handle it well. Mm-hmm. Imagine that mm-hmm. they don't. And then, then the temptation is to get frustrated, to lose your temper, to to snap at them, and. Really, that's the opportunity to sow, sow their seed, yeah, to, to, to let them see. Yes, yes, yeah. And so to the, that, you keep planting. Here's all my day. chance to sow. My chance mm-hmm. to sow isn't just making them read the Bible. Mm-hmm. My chance to sh- sow is showing them patience, patience, kindness, kindness yeah. all those things. Uh, to to uh, do it patiently with mm-hmm. complete patience and teaching. Right. Uh, so, so to handle the situation like that, because otherwise what we do is we sow the seed, let's say it's reading God's word Mm -hmm. and then we react negatively or unrighteously. Mm -hmm. So then we sow the tear. Yeah. Right. And the wheat, the weeds, weeds grow faster Mm -hmm. and, and then we're, we're combating that. And then, then we get discouraged. Yeah. So we, we because we recognize that we just sowed tears. Uh, yeah, and and recognize that every single instant of mm-hmm. your life, you can be sowing, sowing that seed. Yeah, it's a- and and talking about those idyllic moments. I remember when I first became a mom, and I had I remember that too. I truly had this Victorian idea of what our life was going to be like, and it was earnest. Like I really thought that this is what it was going to be like, and I remember our first. It wasn't necessarily our first Easter because. Our baby was like in a car seat, but the first Easter where the the children were able to like run around and have an egg hunt, and I had clothes picked out, and I was picturing lemonade and little you know cut glass goblets and <laughs> chicken salad, you know, just this idyllic spring picnic. You thought we were <laughs> going to be the royal family. <laughs> Is what? By the way, have you seen them? They could pull that off, and she wouldn't be sweating. No. I was sweating this day, and the kids were fighting. Uh, People were whining. They wanted, they'd spill their drinks. I was a sweaty, frazzled mess 
of a woman. And so what you end up doing is like you're focused so much on the picnic that you miss this chance to show all the things we just talked about. Mm -hmm. Like this is your platform to show righteousness when things don't go the way you thought they would. And when the the kids are whining, when they're tired, um, that's, that's your chance to, to really show them what a Christian acts like. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the key is to, to, to be in the middle of those situations and recognize that it's a, it's a full orbed pursuit of righteousness mm-hmm. to not turn them into these, uh, these events mm-hmm. that, um, really can turn something that's supposed to be. And probably it's cause you went into it with a wrong picture of what a good event is. Yeah. Yeah. High and expectations. So high expectations, and... probably cut glass goblets. Probably <laughs> a sign that For not, children. We've been like pursuing righteousness. So here we are about to celebrate the resurrection of the Lord. <laughs> this was And you already moons. messed up when you called it, uh, many moons Easter ago. eggs, right? Easter eggs. Uh, so, resurrection. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, uh, we can have that discussion. We're going to call it Easter. Uh, Martin Luther called it Easter. Anyway. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, and and really, I think going into those to really evaluate, to slow down and evaluate, like, yeah. what am I pursuing? What because if you if you have sort of an not necessarily an, an ungodly picture, mm-hmm. but it's certainly not well, godly, and right. it's not Christ centered. Right. It's not it's 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 a picture that someone else told you you should have. Right, and a lot. I think a lot of moms. It's have not a picture you pulled out of the Instagram. Scripture. This Instagram picture, like. We have to get this moment. Because nothing says Victorian like Instagram. <laughs> you would be surprised. Yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot of Victorian yeah. flair on Instagram. Mm. Yeah. So now, I mean, I've learned that that was, what, 15, 14, 13? <laughs> How many years ago was yeah, that? It was a long time ago. It, it was a long, that long ago. It was a long time ago. But what I've learned now going into holidays is this is my chance to fill our house with cheer and just all Christian fruit, even if things total go wrong. Total merriment. Yeah, total merriment. Um, even if things do As not if the go, events we're celebrating were real. Even gasp if our clothes aren't coordinating. Which, that's never happened. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, I don't know, I, what, I don't like, know what that's is, like. This is, <laughs> this is totally hypothetical. No. <laughs> Did you know? I can't help myself. I, I do know that that you can't help yourself. And I'm not. I'm not into like everyone having the same clothes, but I am into like we have a, a subtle coordination. We have some, some friends that will point out our matchy matchy pajamas. Uh, <laughs> so in some of our pictures, yeah, so. and that's not even like I don't feel like I do it on purpose. But as I'm as I'm like gathering like for Nantucket. I gathered each day's clothes into it like a Walmart bag, so I could just pull out the bag, and that was everyone's clothes for the day. It, but if you looked, they were all like they would have coordinated on the color wheel. I wouldn't have looked like we talked about in that in our previous episode. I, I mean, we would have been lucky to make it to Nantucket <laughs> with clothes. If, if, yeah. If we go by the so, impressions, of I don't me. really like set out to do that, but it just happens. I'm just special like that. I'm just. <laughs> Just naturally, naturally and spontaneously coordinate in a yeah. beautiful way. Yeah. Well, it took you a week to pack, so I don't know how <laughs> natural and spontaneous that. Some I don't know. They, they can listen to the previous episode where you talk about it. Took me a week to pack, and I don't think it's going to seem as 
you know, because right, it just right. happened, no. just happened. Like you <laughs> just basically said like every Walmart sack took a week to, or a day to coordinate. Um, yeah. Well, good stuff. Mm-hmm. That, that's a, I'm glad you, I'm glad you pointed that out. That's a good topic. Mm. Well, I think we should probably. I think you brought up the topic. I brought up, I, that is my topic. Sewing. Sewing, but the, uh, the. Oh yeah, that did, that did kind of. You, you went, you stole it. I did. Yeah, you stole it away from sewing and yeah. back into. But back to the sewing. That to is, that is your chance to sew yes. righteousness. That's the key. Yeah. Just With, keep, by having matching clothes. Keep sewing righteousness. And if your clothes don't match, don't cry. Yeah. Like, you know, just really in. Over and over and over because sewing is mm-hmm. about faith. Mm-hmm. And yes, that's what I was about to say. It's forward thinking. Yes. It's not looking at today. No. Like what's going on in my house today? It's go. It's it's, it's a total faith aspect. I mean, because yeah. what you're doing, the thing you're throwing out has to die mm-hmm. in order to bear fruit. So I mean, this thing that I'm putting out there has to die to bring to bring life. There's uh, there it, it is a it is a total trusting in the it Lord is. to bring the harvest, and if we do that, if we if we believe the Lord is going to bring the harvest, then we'll keep sowing. Mm-hmm. If we don't believe the Lord's going to bring the harvest, then we won't. We'll give up. We won't sow. We'll give up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like we'll sow for a day. It's we'll like, sow for a week, rather than just focusing and, on and, this. And we won't go out of our way to sow. Right. Like we'll only sow when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. We'll sow when we feel like we it. won't. We won't schedule in our like farmers don't just sow <laughs> when they have spare time. Yeah, right. They like set their watches, their mm-hmm. their lives around getting the planting in mm-hmm. when it needs to be in and working that whole day mm-hmm. until. And if the piece of equipment breaks down, they don't say, well, I guess God doesn't want me to sow this field. Yeah. They fix it mm-hmm. and they go back to sowing. Mm-hmm. And that's a, you know, you're sowing and you're reading your Bible. Something happens. You can't. Throws your, throws off your day. Your kids, you know, you wanted this idyllic picture of a quiet time maybe. Or you mm-hmm. wanted it and it didn't work out. And so you just give up. Mm-hmm. And so you don't read your Bible. You went to church. Uh, and your kids were louder than you thought it would be, and you were kind of embarrassed, or you think you couldn't pay attention, which there's a whole, we have a whole oh, podcast yeah. on that. Whole uh, on, on let that. me tell you, the Holy Spirit <clears throat> is a pretty strong dude. Uh, <laughs> and so you, I'm going to quit taking my kids to church to where they would hear the word there. Uh, I'm going to, and I'm not going to go because mm-hmm. I've got to be with my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so all these things, uh, and and it's because we're not, we don't, trust that the harvest will come. Why? Because God promises it. So if I know that, then I can sow confidently. Mm-hmm. I never have to, I never sow trepidatiously. Mm-hmm. I, I always know when, as soon as the seed leaves my hand, that seed's going to bring fruit because mm-hmm. God promises it will. Yep. He promises that it will. In fact, he's going to increase it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, like in the parable of the sower, it's going to come back a hundredfold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we've got to have that confidence. That's what he promises. Uh, he, so he doesn't promise you're going to sow a hundred seeds and you're not going to get anything from it. He promises if you, if you sow, mm-hmm. he's going to bring you a, a, a field just ripe mm-hmm. for harvest that, that he's going to make. So yeah. believe that. So be patient. Be patient. And then encourage, encourage your church family who may not be feeling patient today because we kind of, 
take turns in this life. You know, sometimes we we get discouraged. Mm-hmm. We do start looking around and saying, where's the fruit? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so nice to have someone to remind you, hey, God promises a harvest. Yeah. Don't so, I mean, this up. is true in your individual life. This is true in your family life. This is mm-hmm. true in your church life. This is true in the life of the world, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like God is going to bring the harvest. So trust him. Mm-hmm. Trust him and just sow. Sow faithfully in your own life. Sow faithfully in your family. Sow faithfully in your church. And sow faithfully in the Lord's world. And he will bring the harvest. So yeah, so so so. All right. Well, what sort of we're we're out of time? I think. Well, if you add in our technical yeah. difficulty, yeah. Uh, do you have a mystery topic? I do. I've got a surprise jello salad. Okay. Now remember, I'm feeling dim-witted. Well, so. my question about the patristic fathers is then off the table. <laughs> well, no. Even what you ask the first episode, like, what's a skill you wish you had? I mean, even a question like that might. Okay, well then, Results have you seen my long... question? Is that why you're, you're no. bringing this up? Is it about one thing? I think you look at my. No, I think you. I don't. Are you sure? Yes. I. One thing you'll learn about me is I. You feel like I do not like surprises being ruined. ruined. No, I know that. I wouldn't look at your screen. Okay. I'm looking at your corduroy pants. Thank you. Uh, all right. <laughs> Well, this is a this is something you're going to have to think about. Okay. So I apologize already if it's going to blow your mind. Um, what uh, are uh, your most favorite and least favorite things mm-hmm. about spring in Oklahoma? <laughs> well, absolutely, my least favorite thing is the tornado warning. Oh, you your so your least favorite thing is death. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah. an easy one. Although, interesting Oklahoma fact, more people die from flooding than from tornadoes. Well, I don't like that either. You're not pro flooding. <laughs> I'm not so pro So your favorite death. thing wasn't going to be flooding. <laughs> My least favorite thing is tornadoes. Yeah, I think I think just the um and we've the had, unknown. We've had <clears throat> how many times the last week have we we've been in the last week we've had to go to a tornado shelter twice, mm-hmm. which is unusual. I think yeah, I've gone, it really I've is. gone to a tornado shelter four times in my life and twice were in the last. Your whole life? Yeah. What? Yeah, I think, yeah, may, what, maybe five, six, if there are maybe times ten. I don't remember. No way. What about in school? Did you go? I never, we never had, a, we I had saw, tornado drills. I saw a thing on Facebook about, um, like, tornado warnings in 2019, and it was, Oh, school canceled. Yeah, because there's a chance of tornadoes. Yeah, school yeah. canceled. Which they did in Oklahoma. Yes. Like all the big schools, Tulsa, Oklahoma City, there's this threat of tornadoes, and so they canceled school for the whole day. Mm-hmm. Uh, tornadoes didn't come. Yeah, and then it, underneath Which that, had people all uh, a Twitter. Tornado warnings in like 1987. Yeah. And it was a bunch of kids in a hallway. With books on their heads? Yeah, which, which that is, is real. Did. That's what we would do. We would prepare as when we were kids, they would do tornado warning drills. And you would go to the hallway and you would put like a social studies book yeah. on top of your head. <laughs> Open. Open. 
Yeah. Yeah, like a little tent. Yeah, and it said um it said something like there's a there's a tornado right outside the school. We're having taco salad for lunch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's I remember those. Yeah. It's like our version of the atom bomb drills where they would have the kids get under the yeah. desk. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so I don't know how many times we actually had to Maybe, I don't think we ever had to take shelter, but we did the drills a lot. Yeah. So I do remember being in the hallway with a book on my head. So yeah, I would say that's definitely, because it's just, even when the weather is nice, there's that, everyone knows this is tornado season. Yeah, that's part of the problem. When the weather gets nice, it warms up, which then the moisture comes in and the two react with each other. So there's always that, it's a really nice day in spring, people are kind of like, you know, you said your favorite and least favorite. Mm-hmm. Our son actually has always called it your wor- worst favorite. Your worst favorite. Yeah. Because my he, favorite he liked, and my worst favorite. He always liked being sad, like Eeyore. Mm-hmm. So he would list his my worst his favorite. worst favorite things. Yeah. So total Eeyore boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and my favorite thing. My worst favorite <laughs> is. <laughs> he does have a list of worst favorite things about spring. Mm-hmm. He's not a fan of spring. No. Um, he said that today. Actually, he's not a fan of any season. Yeah. He's, he goes through and tells us all the things he doesn't like about yeah. all the seasons. Very curmudgeonly about that. <laughs> um, Don't worry, we're sowing seed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's going to be like the best old man at the senior living center. Mm-hmm. Like the grumpy old man. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite thing about spring, it's beautiful. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah, it's just the air smells good. You can open up the windows and let in the fresh air. And um, it's just really pretty. Mm-hmm. Right before, I, uh, when spring first comes to Oklahoma, there's, a, there's like a month where it's just like dazzlingly beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then we get to a point where it, it becomes a little much. <laughs> it's like so overgrown and green. Yeah, and polleny. Yeah, and you feel kind of like you're in yeah. a jungle. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I do love, I love spring. How about mm. you? I also am a fan of spring. Uh, What's your worst this, favorite? Put this on your list of things you know about me. My two favorite seasons are fall and winter. Mm-hmm. Again, fair skinned. We li- we uh, both like cold yeah. climates. Yeah, I'm not. Get- you're not going to see me wanting to go on a Caribbean. No, cruise no. Anytime. When we went on our honeymoon, we were like, Soon. "What cold places? Yeah, can we go to mostly because the people in the various locales tend to be fairly debauched in their attire. Yeah, people. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want weeks of traveling with a bunch of people in, in their bikinis. underwear. Yeah, and with my kids being like, don't look there, don't look there, don't look there, yeah. don't look there. And now we've all got... Let's go someplace. And now we've all got measles. Let's go someplace or some where other they all We've got the hantavirus. Cardigans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cardigans. We'll go to a land I basically, cardigans. I basically Google land with the most cardigans. Mm-hmm. And that's where, yeah. that's where I'm going to go. Where we okay, go. but spring, uh, so my third favorite uh, season... <laughs> Um, my least favorite thing about it is definitely uh, bees and wasps. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. you were going to say dealing with me during tornadoes. No, season. no, that's fine. I don't I don't deal with you. I put you in the other room and I go and watch the TV. I uh, didn't tell you. And then I go in there and so, see you surrounded by mattresses uh, 
You surrounded the kids, not surrounded. No, by I make them all. You, sit yeah, with you're me. like she's like like I a make a hen. Nest of she's like a mother hen, and they're like, "Help us!" <laughs> uh, and she's got that bug-eyed look of. Oh, but I'm smiling. And, uh, everything's we're, we're fine, kids. We, oh. we trust the Lord. Um, and uh, bees and wasps. Bees and wasps, because I've never, I've never seen a tornado in real life. Mm-hmm. I mean, not uh, other than on the TV. I've mm-hmm. never seen one in person. Um, but a bee, but bees and what I've been stung multiple times. And I remember life lesson here, folks, if that saying, if you don't bother them, they won't bother you Uh is a lie, (laughs) is a lie. Cause I remember one, I've been stung a lot because I did choose to bother them. Yes. Cause I was a boy Mm -hmm. and a precocious one. Mm -hmm. Um, but I remember one time I was mowing and I had a wasp land on my arm and remembering that old adage, that faithful saying of yore, that if I don't mess with it, it won't mess with me. It's just going to land there and then realize I'm not a flower and fly away. So what do you just freeze? I was mowing and I just, I didn't move. I just kept mowing. I didn't turn. Uh I let off the gas a little bit Uh on the mower to slow down. And it was like, this wasp was like eyeballing me or eyeballsing (laughs) me. I I don't know. And just slowly watching him raise his tail and then plunge it Mm -hmm. into my arm as if he were the most cold-hearted killer. Mm -hmm. And it hurt so incredibly bad. Mm -hmm. And I remember just like feeling like I'd been betrayed. By the adage. By everything. By the sage. Yeah, what can we even trust in this world anymore? (laughs) Uh, And it was, it just... Uh, and he like sat there and like, and I feel like and he, he twisted it. I feel like he twisted it in yeah. and maybe lifted up one of his hand things and shook it at me. I don't know. Uh, he died quickly after that. But it, and I'm telling you what, those things, they come at you. Yeah. They come at you. Maybe it's because you have red hair. Maybe. Maybe I am... I um, smell sweet like a flower. Maybe. And you do smell nice. Thank you. So that's my least favorite thing: bees and wasps. I, I do not like them. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to despise them. They because are, they are creation of the Lord the riot. God. Uh, they the are riotous. Yes. There are parts of them that are right. Like bees, I understand. Wasps. Why? Bees go to. You see them at flowers, kind of hanging mm-hmm. out. Wasps would just well, seem like... Make, sorry, I yawned. They make honey. Did you know that? Wasps? <laughs> bees. Dude, did I know bees make honey? Well, you were like, bees, I mean, they're good. They hang out at flowers. And I was like, they also yeah, make yeah. a food group. Okay, they do make... <laughs> did you know? <laughs> yeah, of course I knew that, that bees... But I'm just saying, like, in general, like, looking at bees. Yeah. They're flittering around, doing other things. Making Wasps honey. don't seem to be doing anything but messing they're with They're just folks. evil. Yes. Yeah. They build their nests in places you don't want them. Right. So they can Bees at least <laughs> let you know that they're here. Like yeah. they'll buzz around. And, and a again, wasp will be silent. They're buzzing around. And then and just honey. come at you. <laughs> they're buzzing around saying, there's honey Let's here. Let's make honey. Yeah. 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 
Because um, that's my least favorite Scorpions thing. are the same, but we'll talk about them another day. Yeah. Uh, my most favorite thing about spring... I don't know. <laughs> I'm still caught up on the wasps. You hate the wasps so much. That much. Uh, I would say my favorite color <laughs> is green. Uh-huh. And I love when everything starts turning green. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite color is green. God's favorite color is green. I agree. After driving through West Virginia. After, After going driving. through science, my science class, <laughs> my homeschool science class, we know that God's favorite color is green. Why, Leslie, do we know that God's favorite color is green? Because everything is green. Close. Oh. We'll go back through that lesson again. Because they can do a spectral analysis of the sun. Mm-hmm. And... What color does the sun put out more than any other color? I'm going to guess green. You're going to guess green? It's going to be right. <laughs> it's going to be right smack in the middle of the Roy G. Biv uh, is green. And green is the light put out more. So if anyone ever, you can do a little, you can use it. You feel free to use this without citing me. Uh, if anyone, you know, says, you know, you can play a little trick on what color is the sun. And you can be like, well, actually, it's more green mm-hmm. than any other color. And they'll they'll probably... They won't believe They you. won't care. Uh, <laughs> and you can't say, I heard it on a podcast uh, and then believe it. Although this is 2019 and I've seen more ridiculous sources than myself. Truly. Um, so anyway, I'd say green. I love green. Mm-hmm. I love it when it gets green. I love walking through the grass. I love the trees. Mm-hmm. I love all of that. So seeing yeah. all the green is, is probably my most favorite thing. Yeah. I could live, I could live, I could live in a green cool, this is why I think I love England and when we were in Nantucket and it was starting to green up, it was all just, just magic because it was cool and green. If you can have cool and green, I'm a fan. Yeah, me too. You know what I'd be a real fan of? Winter green. (laughs) (laughs) Like if that were I don't even know what to say now. Yeah, okay. What do you mean? Like if you had winter green, like not like, like. If everything, like, if everything was evergreen. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, the New flavor. heavens, new earth here, folks. I thought you meant the gum, winter green. I do like winter green gum. Okay. I was like, they have made Maybe that. there's just some sort of <laughs> attachment, like, because of the green in it. I don't know. Yeah. But that's not, that's well, not. Well, I think the new thing. heavens and new earth will probably be evergreen. <laughs> yeah. So, we have that to when, look forward when, to. Yeah, and we'll be evergreen, too. Yes. Yes. Plug for the book of Hosea. Yeah. Yeah. I will be your evergreen tree from me. Will become your fruit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's now end with our verse from the week. Okay. What verse do you have to... Okay. So we did start the summer Bible reading challenge today. <laughs> and so... Now they're going to know what date this should have been published on. Monday, June the 3rd. Yep. Sorry. So when, when this isn't being published till like <laughs> Wednesday, July 5th. 2020. 2020. <laughs> You'll know. They'll know. Um, so I loved in John chapter 2, um, th- when Jesus said that... Um, the, oh, so he answered them, saying, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. When, therefore, he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. This is very random, but the reason I I liked that section is 
as you read through the Bible, you will see so many instances where if this were made up by men, they would not have made admissions like this that that they didn't understand what he was talking about you know like and and that's just one tiny instance it happens over and over again where you think they don't speak real highly yeah well i mean one of the common one of the so of themselves i I enjoy history Uh my favorite subjects right one of the common things you deal with especially when dealing with primary sources from Mm -hmm. past histories history is always written by the winners right Mm -hmm. Uh, and normally written by the, especially in ancient history, by the rich winners, by the kings and the rulers. And they're the ones who are allowing certain things to be written. Mm-hmm. They're the ones, you know, inscribing things on stells. And, mm-hmm. and they're always very complimentary to uh, themselves. Well, they're, yeah. not, they're not normally, like, pointing out all their flaws and failures. Right. And here, Imagine it, if a president... Yeah, wrote his autobiography and included (laughs) all the lewd things that that we know might a president might be involved in uh yeah they're they're gonna they're gonna gloss over that Mm -hmm. there's no glossing over Mm -hmm. in the disciples some pretty even like some where there are points where we're going i mean there are debates about was this disciple even a believer at this point Mm -hmm. you know yeah uh and so they're 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 more than fair-handed yeah. in a way that would not happen no, if it were just normal so people. Authentic, yeah, just writing their genuine. account. Yeah, so that just as we were reading through, that just jumped out at me. Like, there's another one where yeah, you just know, like mm-hmm. this is a true story. Yep, true story. More evidence that it is. Um, my verse is from Psalm 119, mm-hmm. verse uh, verse 30, and I shared this. When sharing with our church about the summer Bible reading challenge, um, where it says, I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I set your rules before me. Mm. Uh, I just love that. If if I've chosen the way of being faithful, the way of faithfulness, I'll be a faithful believer. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to pursue that. Uh, Then I will set your rules before me. It's almost like the, the opposite of, uh, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Mm -hmm. This is, I have set your rules in front of me that I might be faithful to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, I think that's a good pursuit to have as well. We often talk about, I think a lot of times as Christians, we come at the Christian battle solely from the negative side. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to not sin. Yeah. And we need to come at it from the other side, which is, I want to be righteous. Mm-hmm. I want to be faithful. I want to be blameless. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to be those things, of course, we have to have the foundation of Christ, uh, but now that he has made us a slave to righteousness, if you want to be faithful, you want to be righteous, set his word in mm-hmm. front of you. Mm-hmm. His word is not just a protection against mm-hmm. sin. It is a motivation toward righteousness. Mm-hmm. And uh, so get it there. Yeah. And this goes back again to just sowing that seed and trusting that you set the, I, I set your rules before me. So like he puts them in front of his yeah. face. That's what he knows. That's where it's going to come from. Yeah. He, he's there, there is a, so there is a humility in this too, mm-hmm. right? It's not a, just a, I've chosen to be faithful. I'm perfect. I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's a, I've chosen to be faithful. So I've set your word right in front of me. Because where else do we know who God is mm-hmm. and what he requires? And what he requires of us. Yeah. From, but from his word. So yeah, that's our two that's our two verses of the week. So good good talk today. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it.
It's been nice talking to you. <laughs> yeah, we like talking to you. And as always, just so you know, someone asked, you can catch us on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify, mm-hmm. really anywhere that you can find a podcast. If there's a if there's a place you like uh, you use, and you're like, hey, can you make sure it's there? We'll try our hardest. We're not the most tech savvy people in the world, but we know tech savvy mm-hmm. people, uh, and we can we can get it there. Also. If you ever want to uh, uh, ask us questions, and you're like, mm-hmm. hey, could you guys ever talk about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd love to do that Yeah, as well. We don't know yet where you should ask us, though. Where should they ask? Oh, if they want to ask, I guess... We could, we'll get back to you. Yeah, let's create it like an email yeah. or something. Because I've got a friend who helps me make sure that my emails are read. Instead of unread. Because it got up to like thousands <laughs> mine, of unread Mine are worse. Emails. No, because this is one of two accounts. I have two accounts. Which, okay. How many, how many are... This week, we're going to add up our unread emails and see who's But the that's worst. not fair because I just... I, I am on then top I of win. it for the last month. Then I win. Because I'm not. <laughs> I don't think you know how many are in my other email box. But uh, yours is... I know yours is... Yours oh, is we'll, be, we'll be back. This is a, a competition she has, now. She has an AOL account. <laughs> That's right. That's kind of like cheating. With email from 1999. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, know when yeah. I had You've got mail. <laughs> so weird. There was even a time when you could, <laughs> you could get different people to say, instead of you've got mail, you could, you could like change your setting to have different celebrities do your, your greeting. Instead of you've got mail. Mm-hmm. So I had Regis Philbin. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I think it was Regis and Kelly, actually. And I'd click on my mail and they'd say, mail, mail, mail. <laughs> that is. Yeah. That's how much I love Regis. Another topic for another day. Yeah, we can explain to you what it means to get Regis, <laughs> uh, which is a very common phrase. Around our household. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll find. We'll figure out an email thing. But keep those questions in mind because uh, we go through these things. We also want to. You guys have any questions that we can help you with? We want to help you yeah. guys too. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, good night, everyone. We'll good see you night. next time.